to today's episode of the Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast, where we offer actions and steps you can take today to start supporting and balancing your hormones. This is your podcast host, Leah Brueggemann. I am honored and excited to be your guide on your way to better understanding your hormone health and how it affects your everyday life. ladies we're back again for another episode and this time we're going to be talking about all things painful periods such a popular topic because I know that I suffered with really really painful periods and I know that a lot of people come to me suffering with really painful periods because I talk about them all the time and so let's just think back for a second to when you got your first period. Do you remember getting your first period? You know, what was it like? I I remember my first period and I distinctly remember it because I was curled up on my mom's bed telling her that I was dying or my period cramps were that bad. And what was so funny is my mom goes, yeah, that's just normal. Basically, it's to prepare you for childbirth. <laughs> And I was just like, oh, I cannot do this. No, every single period, I mean, I have cramps this bad. And there were times when my mom would have to come pick me up from school because my cramps were so bad. And I always thought like I was getting like wildly sick. Um, I didn't always equate it to my periods. And of course, I was never going to tell anybody it was period cramps because you don't talk about period cramps especially like to your friends you know that's just weird at least it was at that time now I feel like I'm dating myself but anyways I had horrible period cramps and they never got any better and when I graduated college they got to such a point where I would have taken the highest dose of mitol and I would still be throwing up from my period cramps and I would have to call in. I was a piano teacher, and I'd have to call in because I couldn't go in and teach, and I'd be laying on the couch, and I'd have a heating pad on my stomach, and I, it was just horrific. I had horrible periods, and so I want to kind of talk about painful periods, and what you can do, and what's causing them, because painful periods are so common. PMS is so common. It's become a joke, you know? People be like, oh, I'm on Shark Week. Oh, you're PMSing. Oh, just don't bother her. Come back in two weeks when she's not PMSing anymore. And you know what's so frustrating about that is your period is your fifth vital sign. So if you had a fever, if you had a headache, anything like that, you would take that as like, oh, something's up with my body. Like if you were just randomly like, oops, sorry, I've like hair on my hand and I was trying to demonstrate even though you can't see what I'm doing. Like if you had a cut on your hand and you were bleeding profusely you know that's a sign to your body like something's off maybe I should go to the doctor but we're just always told oh no 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 just take some take mitol take ibuprofen take advil like it's fine everybody has period cramps when in reality these are all symptoms of something that's going on in your body and we need to stop like cracking jokes about it and we need to start talking about periods and because you can absolutely have a painless period so I told you about my first my first period, the most painful periods. So I also distinctly remember 
my first painless period as well because that's how uncommon it was for me. Like I'd never had one that when I had a painless period, it was mind blowing. And I still remember it and it's, you know, three years later. So I was actually going to go to the zoo with my husband and I was I had started my period and I kid you not, you guys, I brought all of the supplies. I was like, okay, I have my doll, I have this, I have that, like, you know, I have to survive this day. And I remember walking around the zoo and it was really, really hot out. And I just kept turning to my husband and I was like, Seb, I don't have period cramps. Like I don't have cramps. And he was just like, cool, like who cares? Like, what does that even mean? I'm like, you don't understand. Like oh my gosh it was just I just was on cloud nine I just kept walking around me like I'm not having period cramps like how is this even a thing so I want to walk you to your first painless period I've had clients go from a period pain of 10 to a three in just one month and I've had period clients go from like debilitating period pain to no period pain so I want you to know that it's completely possible so when you start implementing changes though you do have to be consistent because you have a 90-day follicle journey okay your follicle has a 90-day journey to when it releases that egg so changes that you're implementing now you'll see differences you'll see improvements but you'll see massive differences in 90 days so that's why it's so important when you start making these changes to be consistent because you're going to see massive differences in 90 days, okay? So let's talk about what's causing um, your period cramps first. Let's talk about that. So they're caused by prostaglandins, right? And prostaglandins are inflammatory, anti-inflammatory. You have three different types of prostaglandins. And your uterus is contracting to release your uterine lining. You know, you know that that's what causes your period, right? But how come some people just have these beautiful painless periods and then others just literally feel like they're cursed? Yeah, you're not actually cursed. (laughs) So what causes your period cramps is system-wide inflammation and or hormonal imbalances. Now, there can be some other root causes to that, like endometriosis, for example. Like if you're having debilitating debilitating periods and you also have a ton of other symptoms, you may want to discuss with your doctor about talking about endometriosis and getting some information on that and looking into it, right? But for a lot of women, it's literally just system-wide inflammation and or hormonal imbalances. Now, if you have excess prostaglandins, like for women who have really, really painful periods, it's been shown that they have four times the amount of prostaglandins as women who do not have painful periods. Interesting, right? So what do you do about your excess excess prostaglandins? So they are a lot of times also driven by estrogen dominance that's why i'm sorry you can hear like i hope you can't hear all the water like going through our pipes i'm in the basement and i feel like you can hear everything down here i'm so sorry anyways so that's why a lot of times these things go hand in hand so let's check off some other things off your box okay so you have really painful periods okay what color is your period blood that's important to pay attention to do you have cramping 
before you even start your period? Do you have a lot of PMS symptoms? Do you have a lot of mood swings? Do you feel like you can't control your feelings before your period? Do you have any ovulation pain? Do you get anxiety and cramping around ovulation? All of these things are going to point to different things that's going on. Remember, your period is your fifth vital sign. It's literally there to tell you all of these things about your health. That's why your menstrual cycle is so important. And we don't pay enough attention to it, you know? Like, I used to just think my menstrual cycle is my period and that was it. But you literally have this whole, we are not linear creatures. Women, we have a cycle, okay? So that's where tracking your cycle, go back, listen to some previous episodes on tracking your cycle are so important so you can take note of where these symptoms are cropping up because when you can start to notice these patterns, that's when you can start to identify, oh, this is what is going on, okay? So I challenge you to go back um, and listen to the tracking your cycle episode, learn how to start implementing that and take notes in your app and be like, oh, okay, you know, this is what's going on. Remember, an app can't tell you when you're ovulating. Remember that. Um, But it's a great way to keep track of your data. Okay, so you're tracking your cycle. You're keeping track of your symptoms and all of that. And so now let's head into what can you do about your painful period, right? So remember those prostaglandins that we talked about. So controlling your inflammation optimizing your inflammation is going to be important. So do you see how I didn't say lower your inflammation? Because inflammation can be good. You know, when you get a cut and it gets inflamed to heal, that's good. We need inflammation. But inflammation in excess, we don't want. So that's why optimizing your inflammation, I feel like is the perfect way of saying that. So what is the first thing you should do? Are you ready? Are you ready, you guys? What is the leading cause of inflammation in our bodies? I'll wait because I know that you probably know the answer to this. Yes. Yep. Yep. You got it. It's your nutrition. It's your food. Because you could have a food sensitivity that is causing inflammation in your body. And you're like, oh, Leah, I don't break out in hives or anything like that. I don't have any of that food stuff that you're talking about. Food allergies and food sensitivities are two completely different things. Now, food sensitivities can crop up for you like um, bloating, maybe gas, maybe indigestion. Maybe you get a weird eye twitch. Maybe you get really tired after you eat, heart palpitations. All of those can point to a food sensitivity. And a food sensitivity is causing inflammation in your body. And when we have this excess inflammation, you're going to have worse periods. Bing, bam, boom, okay? So I could give you all the magical things. We could talk about all the supplements in the world. But if you are going to continue to eat food that is inflammatory to you, you are still going to deal with painful periods. Now, do you notice how I said food that is inflammatory to you? Because everyone loves to put you on this cookie cutter like, oh my gosh, it's probably dairy. It's probably gluten, blah, 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 blah. Maybe I have some clients that do just fine on dairy. Granted, we do talk about raw A2 protein dairy, not your conventional dairy. I don't think there is any benefit to that whatsoever, but raw milk, you can have some benefits to that. Alrighty, so how do you find out what foods are inflammatory to you? Get a food journal, you guys. The notes section of your phone, get 
like oh you can't see me but get a, a notebook and write down your meals and write down how you feel after them something i always recommend to my clients is after you eat you can um comment on your bloating your mood and your energy bloating mood energy and rate it on a scale of one to ten and then you start to pick up a pattern of like wow after i ate this food i felt really good after i ate these foods didn't feel that good now that can take a while so something that i recommend on top of that is going through an elimination phase i don't call it a diet i don't really like the word diet i love elimination phase a healing phase so that may be you're cutting out foods for a temporary period of time to see how your body reacts to them and then you slowly add them back in and sometimes you have people that are sensitive to the weirdest things that are quote-unquote healthy and so you may go oh i've been eating super healthy but i still feel like crap yeah because you may not be eating to serve your body for example i can't have almonds they really upset my stomach i get super bloated from them they cause inflammation to me but you may do really really well on almonds okay so that's where the elimination protocol is so helpful to figuring out what is going on and what is unique to you okay so that's where i would start the second thing that i would do is actually start drinking red raspberry leaf tea every day now yes that is the tea that they recommend to pregnant ladies before they have a baby same tea don't just get like red raspberry tea from the store that's not going to do you any good get the red raspberry leaf tea i think um mountain i always say this wrong is it rose mountain herbs or mountain rose herbs or something like that great company you can get it in bulk super cost effective you can also get a bunch of different teas there um which we're going to talk about in the cycle syncing episode so i think that comes out next i don't know one of these days we're going to talk about teas anyways so red raspberry leaf tea is great for toning the muscles of your uterus which obviously have to contract to release your uterine lining so that is where red raspberry leaf tea can be super super helpful another unless you're allergic obviously then don't drink it i feel like that's a given another thing that's super helpful is magnesium magnesium I believe the exact percentage is 68% of women in the U.S. are actually deficient in magnesium. Now, not all magnesiums are created equal because you have different brands of magnesium. One of them being citrate. And if you take that, you're just going to get diarrhea. So it's really recommended if you are constipated. But if you're taking it for your muscle support, you're taking it for anxiety, you're taking it for hormonal reasons, you're probably going to be looking for magnesium glycinate, magnesium biglycinate. I love the brand Pure Encapsulations. I will put a link for you guys to get like 15% off in the show notes. Um, it's just a, it's a very good brand and you're getting exactly what you want and it's very super cost effective because there's some brands of magnesium out there that are extremely expensive. You want to be careful with the magnesium that you're getting as well because magnesium can be really high in arsenic. So, you know that really popular magnesium brand like magnesium calm like natural formulas or whatever it is that is so high in arsenic you guys just throw it out if you have it put it in the garbage we don't want it we don't want it so magnesium is a second one that i would do and then um 
some other things that would be really, really helpful is increasing your omega-3s. So omega-3s are going to really, really help with inflammation and decreasing omega-6s, okay? So omega-6s, soybean oil, canola oil, processed food, basically your typical Western diet. Omega-3s to increase would be um, a fish oil, salmon, chia seeds, all of these are great in omega-3s. Hemp seeds also have it as well. And these are very, 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 very helpful for inflammation, okay? So you're getting in magnesium. Foods that are high in magnesium as well are going to be collard greens, raw cacao. Have you ever wondered why you crave chocolate before your period? It's your body going, hello, 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 Leah, you need magnesium. Yeah, yeah, raw cacao. Um, if we're talking about chocolate as well, you guys, who chocolate, like H-U chocolate, is is the best thing ever they don't sponsor me but they should sponsor me (laughs) because i talk about them all the time they're so good i love the hazelnut um butter and then even just like the plain one with the quinoa crunch oh my gosh who chocolate so good um very high quality isn't full of any fillers so love it it's also dairy free as well So you're going to be taking your red raspberry leaf tea. You're going to be upping your omega-3s, decreasing your omega-6s. You're going to be taking more magnesium. You're going to be eating foods high in magnesium. You're going to be figuring out what your food sensitivity is. And then the last thing that I totally think you should do is seed cycling. We have a whole episode on seed cycling and the benefits of it. So go back and listen. You can get your, um, you can get your seeds from Funk It Wellness or you can just get them from the grocery store. But if you want them shipped to your door like a subscription, Funk It Wellness is amazing. She was created by a dietitian, Kate Morton. She's been on this podcast to talk about it. She's amazing. She talks about all of the nutrients and benefits in seed cycling. Um, so I'll link that below. You can get 15% off, I believe, with the code Leah15. I don't make money off of that, but you save money, so take advantage. And seed cycling will literally change your life. Okay, so the last thing that you should do, well, actually, no. The first thing that you should do on top of all that is make sure you're signed up for the Tracking Your Cycle, Understanding Your Cycle free challenge. I've had so many women go through that with amazing, amazing, amazing benefits from their painful periods. This is if you have hormonal headaches, if you're dealing with acne, if you've lost your period, if you have irregular cycles, If you have crazy mood swings, you can't seem to lose weight, the free challenge is for you. I want you to go sign up. Link is down in the show notes. I want you to share it with a friend because more people need to talk about periods so that they're not so taboo. So many of us suffer with these hormonal issues because nobody wants to talk about them. And lo and behold, you start talking about your um, period and then all of a sudden all your girlfriends are like, oh my gosh, I had that too. That's so horrible. You got rid of yours. How did you do that? Share the wealth. We we need to break that taboo. We need to bring that community together. So that's my my two cents about periods. Okay. So painful periods, they suck. Start implementing. If this was really helpful, please share it with a friend and make sure, of course, that you are signed up for the free challenge because, hello, um, you want to actually start getting painless periods. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Balancing Hormones Naturally. If you found this helpful, I would love for you to share it with a friend and post it on your stories and tag Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast so we can get this message out. You can find me on Instagram at Leah underscore B-R-U-E-G and I would absolutely love to hear from you.